Yeah, hi everybody. It's uh, me, and if this sounds different from how we normally record, it's because it is. This is an addendum. Uh, literally after we stopped recording, uh, we got notification that the opening night of Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party this Friday, August 12th, sold out. So uh, if you're wondering why myself and Steffers do not mention that, it's because we found out after we hit the big stop button. So, uh, there you go. Now, on with the show. A Monday morning, and you know what that means. Dreamers, welcome back to the Isolation Station. Love. This is Daz Does Disney, and I'm your host. It's me. It's me. It's the D-O-Z. Landon the Daz Stone, kicking your week off the right way with a little bit of news coming out of the House of the Mouse. And as you've seen the last few weeks, I can say I can do this show by myself, but it's not nearly as much fun. Thanks to uh, Justin Monroe from the newly launched Pass Holders Lounge podcast. Be sure and check that out on Spotify and Podbean uh, to listen to that for sitting in a couple weeks ago when it solo last week. But now I bring in my co-host. Now I bring in my tag team partner. You know her. You love her. She is the rising star in the podcasting game. She is the rising star in the streaming world. Check her out on her own podcast, Adventures with Steffers, wherever you get your fine podcast. And be sure to check her out on her Twitch stream. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back my friend and yours. It's Steffers! Steffers, welcome back to the isolation station of love. I feel like I... What, what's the... What's the, I forgot what the word is, but for the first time in forever, my Here friend. Here we go. Yeah, there, there was something else I was like missing a piece of my heart, but that's not, I don't know where I was going to go with that statement. So we're going to go with for the first time in forever. There Speaking of, I did ride Frozen. Really? I did. Was, was was that a first time in forever? No, 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 no. Well, first time in forever, but not first time. Okay, okay. Yeah, I got to post that picture, actually. Now that I just thought about it, that's a quality photo. Oh, oh, uh, the Frozen picture is always a top-notch one. Uh, if we're talking about quality Frozen pictures, there's one, uh, speaking of Justin Monorail, of myself, Justin Monorail, and Old Man Frank of Dillo's Diz on the front row of uh, Frozen, just three bros, broing out loving every second 
of uh, Frozen uh, that always gets some play on social media that uh, just always cracks me up. Uh, maybe maybe I'll retweet that out on the Does Does Disney Twitter account. Be sure and follow the show uh, on Twitter, uh, Does Does Disney. Y'all know how to spell uh, it because you're listening to the podcast and we thank you. Um, uh, And you also did, uh, speaking of first in Epcot, you rode a roller coaster for the first time. We're going to be getting to that later. We call that a tease in the business but you have been a busy bee the last few weeks um a uh, steffers i know you're gonna be that is a phenomenal picture please tell me you are going to be putting that out on the socials where the lovely listeners can uh can be viewing that because uh if 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 you don't they the lovely listeners are going to be missing out on that that is hilarious no i will post it um <laughs> I will post it because I feel like I, I owe it to our audience to really... So it's funny because I love Frozen, or I've grown to love Frozen because I used to hate it. Like the first movie, I was like, get out of here. Like, I, it was too like mainstream and I was like, let it go away from me. Ah, I see what you did there. She said <laughs> <tried>. the thing. <laughs> but uh, after the second movie come, came out and I had this whole like, uh, what's it called? Uh, Kristen Bell love obsession. I've really grown to love Frozen. It's just the line is always so long. So mm-hmm. I was like, mm, do I do I do it? Do I not? And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm so tired. I'm not. But I did it this time. And honestly, it was pretty, pretty great. I still miss Maelstrom, but it's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fine. But yes, Mael- I did yeah. ride a roller coaster. Mm. And we will talk about that here in a little, little bitty. How long, bitty. do you remember how long you waited for Frozen? Because that's-, that's Oh, like a- 10 minutes. Shut up, seriously? Oh, we did it at like right before the park closed. It was ah, like, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. It was right. during Harmonious, and we were like, well, we were heading out anyway. And we were like, it's only, it's only like a 10, 15 minute wait. It was like five, 10 minutes. Wow. Okay, all right. That that is that is how you do it. That is how you do it. Because uh, speaking of Frozen Ever After and Epcot, we have an update on that as well when it pertains to Genie Plus because uh, there had been some speculation as to whether that was going to be going back to the pay-per-ride option, the individual lightning lane. But Disney might be reversing course, but we, t- we will be talking about that later. But um, uh, we're going to be talking about your first experience in Epcot on a hotly anticipated uh, roller coaster here in a bit. But you were also uh, down at LeakyCon, which, as I've hilariously said, is not a convention for people with incontinence uh, in Orlando, Florida. It is a convention for Harry Potter. I know you're going to be talking about this on Adventures with Steffers. Uh, so I don't want you to spill all the beans, uh, you know, those weird jelly beans that taste like earwax or, you know, gym socks or whatever Harry Potter sells these days. Uh, but would you like to share a brief synopsis of your experience as a credentialed influencer down at LeakyCon? Credentialed influencer. Say that 10 times really fast. Actually, don't. <laughs> don't do it because I know you would try. I would try. I was about to. It, so this wasn't only my first like media event. It was my first convention as a whole. And what I will say is that it was definitely different. And I don't think that I could... I would have to do one of this size a, f- a few more times to feel comfortable upgrading to like a megacon situation this was literally a fraction of the size like it was t- a lot smaller it was a bunch of nerds 
at a convention center loving on some Harry Potter. I didn't know what to expect, but I have no regrets. I, I will, I'll, I'll say this on this show. I recommend going to the after party-esque events if, if you can, if you have the, the bandwidth for it. And I also recommend budgeting a poop ton of money <laughs> for loot because these vendors so talented worth every penny i did not realize i would spend as much money as i did mm. but it was it was great i will say this was the first one they've had since uh fires of the earth rained down on us so we all wave at the background and see it's still exactly fire. Uh -huh. um i definitely hope to go back next year and i hope that there will be more talent next year as well the talent that they did have they were great they were very personable and very you know funny and their panels were great um but there are some people that you know that i want to see you know if you're a harry potter fan you know who you want to see and i want those people to come next time and i and i know that they have gone in the past so i'm excited to see what the future has in store well that's exciting um uh i don't want to pin you down how much you spent in the vendor halls because uh, I more than $150 I will tell you that well uh, <laughs> as somebody who's gone to Dragon Con I can relate to that story and uh, um, uh, I spent an obscene amount of money at uh, Dragon Con before and uh, this past weekend I spent an obscene amount of money buying merchandise from Hamilton uh, at the uh, merch table as well but uh, you're not here to listen to steppers or i uh cry at our bank statement that's going to be uh, coming in the mail and us having to go sell plasma to pay off said bank statements you're here to kick your week off the right way with some news coming out of the house of the mouse in orlando florida and um uh, this one kind of snuck up on me and it might be sneaking up on you and uh, when it's sneaking up it's doing it in a spooky manner because um uh Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween parties, they start this Friday, y'all. They kick off the Halloween season uh, Friday, August the 12th in Magic Kingdom for the ticketed event. Uh, this is the first Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party since Steffers said the world caught fire back in 2020. Of course, last year we got the uh, much maligned boo bash emphasis on the boo at least in my instance and uh last week i talked about how we got our first instance of uh august selling out uh we now have our first date in september selling out if you were looking to go to the friday september the second uh not so scary halloween party uh unfortunately it is now sold out and once again this is a halloween party in the 109 Price tier. So we are seeing another instance of one of the cheaper, quote unquote, uh, options to have a not so scary time in the Magic Kingdom and get your Halloween on, go out of the price pool. So um, uh, once again, going back to what I said, if you and your party are looking to go down to celebrate the spooky season with Mickey and friends, uh, you might want to get your ticket while you still can because this is now the third total. And uh, like I said, we are getting ready to kick off the Halloween season in August, uh, starting this Friday. I have a, I just noticed something while I was looking at this chart of dates for all of August. Right? Am I blind? Yeah, no. For all of August into that first date in September, the event is only on Fridays and Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah. I didn't realize that. And I think that that's kind of a little, little something to note. Um, I, I that's why I'm guessing the 109 is cheaper since it's like a well, I guess Fridays are Fridays, so I don't know. But I just thought that that was an interesting thing to note, and I cannot believe that we. I mean, I like fall, so I'm not like mad. I just mm -hmm. wish the temperatures would better reflect <laughs> the fall vibes. Yes, I yes. do. I it's so funny. I follow a lot of people on instagram and and tiktok and all that that are really fans of the spooky season and fall and disney all the things happening and they're they're geared and they're ready oh yes and i'm like bruh i'm still i'm still trying to plant some plants garden some things and not sweat my butt off but you know i'm excited to see what kind of costumes these people come up with these oh, days mm -hmm. yeah. I'm I'm of the mindset that Halloween is the uh, best holiday because you know it is. So I am uh, uh, I'm excited to see uh, Halloween and the fall be here. But uh, August twelfth seems a little early <laughs> for me, especially when in Orlando, Florida, it's going to be like you know ninety seven degrees. I'm guessing. Um, Correct. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm I've had my fill. Of summer this year because it's been uh using the Scorcher? technical term hotter than balls um uh, i believe that's the meteorological term uh but uh, yes <laughs> yes uh so uh <laughs> speaking of not so scary um uh if one of the draws for me is seeing some of the event exclusive uh merchandise and uh i don't know if you're like me um uh you have boughten a few popcorn buckets in the past and you now have an inexplicable popcorn bucket collection uh this year they have a glow mickey mummy premium popcorn that is going to be available during both regular park hours and mickey's not so scary halloween party at various popcorn carts throughout the park um uh, there is going to be a donald candy corn sipper that's materializing early in october at cosmic rays starlight cafe pecos bill and uh the fryer nook as well as the sleepy hollow refreshments that is also available during regular park hours and mickey's not so scary halloween party uh now if you're looking for something that's available exclusively during mickey's not so scary halloween party they're going to have the halloween candy glow cubes those are going to be available at the sunshine tree terrace and then the zero popcorn bucket and that is going to be at various popcorn carts throughout the park as well again those last two items the halloween candy glow cubes and the zero popcorn bucket available only during the ticketed mickey's not so scary halloween party uh steppers do any of those halloween themed items tickle your proverbial fancy I, I missed the first two because I was too busy reading what else they have at Not So Scary, but the Zero <laughs> Popcorn Bucket sounds really cool. I literally, I was like reading, I was like, Spelltacular. <laughs> and I, uh -huh. I drifted. What were the first two things? Uh, it is a uh, Glow Mickey Mummy premium popcorn bucket it's pretty much mickey wrapped wrapped as a mummy holding zero uh, holding a jack-o-lantern like like and then there's the uh donald candy corn sipper like i'm i'm kind of hit or miss on the sippers um but i'll be honest i'm probably gonna walk away with the mickey mummy uh popcorn mickey bucket. mummy sounds cute but i love me a zero oh, so i think yeah. that's i think that's where i'm going to gravitate towards i will not be attending not so scary i will be attending very merry though so mm. Well, catch me in Christmas. I uh, I will be uh, curious to see what a 
Christmas offerings are available during the uh, Christmas season. But uh, there is there is a picture of Mickey in his um, glow mummy popcorn bucket version out right now. No picture of Zero that I can find. Um, the Mickey po uh, mummy popcorn bucket looks pretty cool. And it does come with the uh, Halloween lanyard as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to be walking away with two uh plastic popcorn buckets you know that's fine we're fine that's also I'm an adult you were the best adults <laughs> speaking of adults uh when you all are listening to this it's two days away from me being an even older adult and i don't know how to act so we're gonna do what landon does and just pretend the limit does not exist and <laughs> we're not old we're Bank just it till you make it, it. steffers yeah yeah Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm a few years older than you and I have yet to figure it out. And if we're being completely honest, uh, at this point, I doubt I ever. <laughs> Something like that. So back on to this Mickey's Not So Scary. I don't even know how I pivoted to tell you my birthday was Wednesday, but my birthday is Wednesday. <laughs> and thanks for going along on this ride with me. Um, maybe not so scary. Maybe birthdays are scary. I don't know. Anyway, if you ask some people, birthdays are scary. Also, this happy birthday to the smoking hot girlfriend today. Heck yeah. Happy birthday to smoking hot girlfriend and also happy anniversary to my husband. Oh, I really just screwed him over with doing the birthday and the anniversary. <laughs> of the same week, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you really did do him dirty. I did, I, I Man. Oh. I done did that. Anyway, uh, speaking of Not So Scary, they also announced the entertainment showtimes for the upcoming events starting on August 12th. We have the Disney's Not So Spooky Spelltacular Fireworks Show. Showtime is 1015. This is the Jack Skellington-esque fireworks show, it looks like, and Zero's involved, and Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy, all, all the things. There is a synopsis on Blog Mickey's breakdown of the showtimes, so go check that out. They also have a video from the 2019 show. Haven't seen it, but I might actually watch it because I don't think I've ever really paid attention to those theme shows. Uh, Mickey's Boo to You Halloween part, uh, Parade. Yes. Uh, Showtime's 9.15 and 11.15. Not to get confused to Boo Bash. It's the Boo to You Parade with the cool song. Eh, eh, eh. Never mind, I'm not going to sing. <laughs> <laughs> if, you Honestly, listen, if, if you listen closely, it, it's what's played underneath us right now. Uh, heck yeah. This is the reason you go to Not So Scary. I was going to say, oh. like, I don't even go to Not So Scary, but I, I jammed to this song yes, during yes, the spooky yes. season Boot for you sure. It's played year round. It could be Memorial Day, and I'm like, all right, let's fire up the Boo to You theme song. Oh, I love uh, that. Hocus Pocus Villain Spelltacular. Uh, I have a question, and maybe Landon can answer this, and maybe the listener can answer this. Did they do Hocus Pocus and the Jack show in in one year together? Because the video on Blog Mickey's thing is from 2017, but I remember they did like a an ABC was it ABC Family like a special based off of the Hocus Pocus shebang. But I don't know if they did the Hocus Pocus and the Jack Skellington situation together. Uh, I think in recent years it has been 
uh, both uh, the sisters and Jack have shared the stage. Um, now, Hocus Pocus in the last few years has had a resurgence in popularity. Yeah. We are getting the sequel coming to Disney Plus later this year. Heck, uh, Joffrey's has a uh, Sanderson Sisters brew available on their website right now. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the smoking hot girlfriend, she ordered said flavored coffee, and uh, I will let y'all know how that is when she lets me know. But uh, to answer your question, maybe? Question mark, uh, Steffers? I, it may be too. I don't know. But for August and September, the showtimes will be 8.35, 10.45, and 12 a.m. In October, it'll be 7.40, 8.35, 10.45, and 12 a.m. So in October, they add a, an additional showtime. Um, at 7:40, all of these are PM, which I don't want to. I don't, you know. Except I'm, for except for the midnight one, that's technically 12. That's AM, yeah. correct. That's I just wanted to clarify that a little bit. For those bit. of you playing yes. along at home with your watches. Yes, correct. Um, I will. I'm literally probably gonna watch all of these playback videos. I'm <laughs> here. I'm not a huge. And we'll, I, I can get into this right now. I'm not a huge fireworks person anymore. And it's not just my bitterness toward Happily Ever After ending. But we were at Epcot and fireworks were going off. And I felt a little, um, for lack of a better term, triggered and uncomfortable. And I don't know what's going on in my mind. But I couldn't handle watching the fireworks. So I just haven't really partaken in them but mm. i think i will watch the videos of these shows because the shows like i like the whole acting of it all mm -hmm. so i think i'm going to partake in those after we're done recording this uh, i i can't speak to the hocus pocus villain spectacular uh i think there was something similar uh, they did for Boobash. I know they had all the villains come out on stage, uh, which was which was pretty cool. I don't know if that's going to be similar to uh, what they do this year, uh, but if it is similar to what they did last year, that was one of the highlights from an otherwise unspectacular night. So hopefully, uh, it is what they did with uh, with Boobash last year because uh, the Sanderson sisters were pretty dang cool and seeing characters like Oogie Boogie and uh, Dr. Facilier and other Disney villains share the stage with them was pretty dang cool, so. I think it is. I, it might be like more of a fuller situation. Okay. Um, then I don't know if they like shrunk it for Boobash. You know what I mean? I think this this will be the full, full show that they, they're used to. But we'll see. Someone report back. Uh, the Cadaver Dans are back for their barbershop quartet. Showtimes will be 7, 7.45, 8.30, 9.50, and 10.30. That is a very popular show. I like popular the Cadaver Dans. offering. Yeah, it, they're cute. I mean, in like a deadly way, but like <laughs> cute, you know? Yeah, yeah. If you're into the whole, you know, uh, dead look. And plus, that's one of those things that kind of just pops up around the park. So it's not yeah. one of those things you have to go stand in line for. Like it's, you know, the uh, Jack show in front of Cinderella's castle. Or you got to line up for like the uh, Booty You Parade. But you should totally line up for the Booty You Parade because it's phenomenal and totally worth the price of admission alone. So I will agree to not really know, but I it looks cool, so we're gonna go with it. <laughs> um, Storybook Circus Disney Junior Jam, say that ten times really fast, will be showing no intermittent <laughs> intermittently from seven p.m. to twelve a.m. Uh, there will be it's like a dance party. It looks like with Disney Junior characters like Doc McStuffins, Fancy Nancy, Timon, and Vampirina. They got Fancy Nancy. I. Yeah, 
whose fancy name? I gotta Google these characters. I don't know any of them. It's anymore. for the cheering, Staffers. We're uh, not know, exactly the target market. I'm always the target market. Anyway, the <laughs> monst. Oh God, this Monst. Monstrous? Monstrous. There we go. I was about to say, damn it, Stephanie. I was going to say Monsterious, yeah. and I got yeah. really Yeah, you almost made it. me say Monsterious. <laughs> oh my god. Monsters scream a ween dance ball. Now this looks cute as heck. Showtimes will be also intermittent from 7 p.m. to 12 a.m. Join Mike Wazowski and Sully for this munch... Monstro... Oh my god. Monstrosly? Monstros... That sounds right. Fun dance party at Rocket Tower Plaza stage in Tomorrowland. So that's the the stage that Stitch always comes out at, and Buzz Buzz comes out there, right? And in years I, past, Mister and Mrs. Incredible come out for their dance party. Oh yeah, throwback. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, please ignore the fact that I don't know how to pronounce words, but go check out this dance party because it's fun. Um, and those are all the showtimes that we have and all the events that they have listed on this website. Um, if you need a recap of that, to go check out Blog Mickey's Breakdown because it's pretty, pretty helpful. And, and plus, on top of that, there's going to be uh, rides running throughout the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. There's going to be uh, trick-or-treat uh, locations set up throughout the Magic Kingdom as well. So be sure and uh, get your... Um, candy bag when you check in for the uh, for the event or you can bring your own I think uh, double check with a cast member ahead of time uh, but you know at the end of the day if you can't um, uh, you'll be out a bag so you know uh, and also going back to the children for the uh, you know uh, Disney Junior uh, dance party thing uh, they can dress up in costumes uh, you the adult uh, you can dress up in costumes but there are more restrictions maybe we'll get into those in future episodes but double check those costume restrictions before you and your party a spend a lot of money and more importantly b head to the magic kingdom decked out head to toe and more importantly masked up uh and try and get into mickey's not so scary because i do know that masks are an issue uh, cast members do not want you to be masked up well I'm talking like like face over the mask to, you know, hide your identity. Now, if you still want to wear like a KN95 mask, that's fine. That's fine. That's totally, totally, totally fine. But we're not here to talk about that. That is your uh, Mickey's not-so-scary news update. Uh, staying in the Magic Kingdom, uh, photos have been popping up uh, from the Main Street Firehouse of some statues of uh, some of the 101 Dalmatians because, uh, you know, if you're around a firehouse, they got a dog, and sometimes that dog just so happens to be a Dalmatian. And in the Walt Disney World lore, uh, they have a movie, several movies, of 101 Dalmatians. Uh, now two puppies can be found at the back of the firehouse. One is taking a quick nap, and the other is in a staring contest with some treats in a bucket that is just out of reach. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm kind of surprised it took them this long to have any representation particularly in the main street firehouse uh because that just kind of feels like a well duh type thing i overlook this a lot i do too street firehouse so I, I i would bet the majority of guests in the magic kingdom do um i'll be honest i've never once walked in the main street firehouse i would be curious if any of the lovely listeners have gone in the Main Street Firehouse. I know a friend of the show, uh, Theme Park Rob, former actual real-life firefighter. I'm, I'm curious if he has gone in there because he has that appreciation of uh, this. So, uh, listeners, hit us up. Uh, 
does does this spot in the Magic Kingdom mean anything to you? Yeah, I know the train station means. I'm the yeah. I know it's very different, but like the train station is something that is impactful to me. The firehouse, I really can't say. I, I don't think I've really ever been to. Mm-hmm. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. So maybe next time. Yeah, and and now uh, there's the draw of a couple statues of uh, 101 Dalmatians, which, again, I mean, it's cool that we're getting some uh, representation of 101 Dalmatians in the park. And also, it's kind of like, it took y'all this long to do this because it seems like a like a slam dunk. But uh, yeah, um, uh, classic Disney franchise getting some uh, representation in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, but another classic Disney franchise getting representation in the Magic Kingdom. Well, more representation. This classic Disney franchise has a whole daggone attraction in Magic Kingdom is Peter Pan. Peter Pan happens to be doing a meet and greet. Peter Pan in recent weeks was being located in Adventureland, but here recently he's returned to Fantasyland uh, around his Peter Pan flight attraction, which makes sense. So if you are looking to meet Peter Pan, uh, guests can now either find him roaming around Fantasyland in the late morning hours or find a proper organized meet and greet in the afternoons at the Peter Pan's flight mural. And uh, so if you are wanting to meet him, go check that out and uh, go, you know, stand in line. I. I was going to say it's an underrated attraction, but it's really not. People people like Peter Pan's flight, or they really don't, uh, and it always has a line. Steffers, any thoughts on uh, Peter Pan's flight? Um, I ling I enjoy it. I just I know Fantasyland rides are always a little bit busier, so I have to like time it right in terms of when I can ride things. But typically. It's between either riding Peter Pan or Winnie the Pooh, depending on the time in which I am around Fantasyland. I will go to one or the other, typically not both, because when one is not busy, the other one is busy and mm -hmm. vice versa. So that's typically where I dabble my time. But it's always fun and cute to be immersed in your favorite childhood stories. <laughs> and, and, and it really is being immersed in a childhood story because, I mean, for me, this is like classic disney this is this is pure disney nostalgia peter pan's flight so uh so if i always can make time i do like to uh fly along with peter pan and friends but uh it is generally a busy attraction speaking of busy attractions <laughs> yeah yeah looking into the future i was gonna say jk it's not really busy um, some progress is being made on the Tron Light Cycle Run roller coaster that is in Magic Kingdom. The safety netting has been installed as the project undertakes another milestone. So, you know, when you inevitably lose your hair tie or your sunglasses or your hats or your... Or your cell phone. <laughs> I was going to say that one for the last, but or your cell phone or your Apple Watch... I or mean, your Magic Band be, Plus available it'll now be and falling securely into a net <laughs> under you, where you will hopefully get it at a later time. But it looks like they are making progress. When this ride will open, I don't really know. But <laughs> yeah, we can hope for the best. Yeah, we still don't know when this dang thing's gonna open. 
Didn't they say the end of this year, or did they say beginning of next year? When did they? What What did they say about Tron? I think they said end of this they've, year. They've changed many exactly. things about they've, this, so it's I, hard for me to keep up. I mean, originally, I think they said October of this year, but I want to say they've shifted it even further back. Like, like I would be honestly, I'm going to be stunned if it's this year. I will be very excited if it is this year. Though. Oh, one thousand like, percent. I would. I would love. I mean, they're already testing the vehicles, so I feel like once they get it all boxed up and cute and wrapped, I think it'd be great. Mm -hmm. We just gotta, we just gotta see how it goes. Very it's, excited it's for for it to open up. Um, uh, and even if you're not a coaster person, I understand this is not an attraction for everybody. Uh, I think this is going to be a a destination spot in the Magic Kingdom, particularly at night. If if it's anything. Like it looks at Shanghai Disneyland, lit up at night. I mm, find yourself a bench, sit down in Tomorrowland, and just just gawk at this thing. It is going to look so 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 dang cool. But uh, speaking of something that looks so dang cool, we're moving over to Epcot. And no, I'm not going to talk about my girl, the Epcot Ball, which always looks amazing. We're going to be talking about the newest attraction at Epcot. Uh, because the Cosmic Rewind went through some uh, growing pains this past week where uh, guests had to be walked through the teleportation pre-show element uh, to keep the ride operational, um, uh, which features more of a quote-unquote wow moment uh, for the whole ride. Uh, I have not been fortunate enough to ride this attraction, but uh, as of last week... Uh, somebody on this podcast rode this for the first time. So Steffers rode this. Oh, that's me. Yeah, that is you. Congratulations, buddy. Okay. Um, uh, hearing this news that the teleport without giving away the magic and the show beat elements, because somehow, I, knock on wood, I've still avoided a lot of elements and spoilers, quote unquote, for this attraction. I want to go in as unspoiled as possible. Um, hearing that that teleportation aspect of the pre-show broke down and guests were just walked through that, how do you react to, to that? And also, how was your experience on the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind? So, okay, this is what I'll say, is there are, there's like a two-parter pre-show, like it, it's, I don't want to say there are two pre-shows, but I guess maybe they there are two, but they're kind of success like one is right after the other. So the teleportation pre-show broken is kind of sucky, especially if it's your first time because it it's honestly really cool. Does it ruin the entire? Well, yeah, no, because it kind of gives you background. I think you need that room in order for it to give you background on the ride, because the initial room. You, you don't you don't get the full package it really just seals up the package for you um but if you only care about the ride and you're not really gonna follow it anyway like you know go forth my children go forth <laughs> uh what was the second part of your question there was there uh, how what was, was my what was journey your experience did you okay. like it also did you throw up because that's what everybody really <laughs> wants to know <laughs> you know what's so funny is people actually do want to know that because I got so many messages like because I tweeted <laughs> I tweeted 
to, to MCO and I was talking and then I got a few DMs and I got some some replies off my tweet like, oh, have you written Guardians yet? Like, did you puke? Blah, 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 blah. To answer everyone's question, your girl did not puke. Yeah. I, I definitely recommend wearing motion sickness patches or motion sick do some motion sickness prep if you are prone to motion sickness that is the number one thing i will tell you i was fortunate number one i was fortunate enough to ride it twice wow it, it was the luck of the draw it is what it is and i am thankful for my friend shout out to my friend jason jason for existing um where do i even begin <laughs> where do i even begin with this ride so the queue is great I will say the queue isn't much. It's very much kind of like, uh, how do I say this? It's like background, but not spoily background. Like you're not going to get any spoilers from of the ride through the queue. Hmm. You get nice little background pieces, kind of. You get cute little videos that are kind of funny. Um, what it reminds me of is, you know, the Epcot experience where, like, they, they like, um, were showing the changes that are coming to Epcot or whatever in the different sections oh, of the yeah. park and mm -hmm. all that. It's kind of like that in in one specific area, but it's mostly just kind of highlighting, like, the Novacore and, like, you know, the, the Guardians are being interviewed. It's nothing really. It's It doesn't give you really any background of what the ride is about. So that wasn't really a spoiler. Sorry if that's a spoiler, but... It's kind of just, it's kind of just cute. And like, I, for me, what really, what really did it for me, the lighting, the openness, and like, it wasn't too overwhelming. And I could kind of take in the fact that, hey, I scored a boarding group for this. And like, I'm about to go on this ride that I haven't been on before. Because sometimes I walk into a queue of a ride and I'm so overwhelmed by like making sure like I see everything that I inevitably miss stuff. This was very much spaced out. It was very open. There were plenty of things, but like you're still waiting in a line to get on the ride. So you still were able to kind of take it all in and it wasn't too much. That's a very long winded thing. <laughs> Pre-shows. First one is interesting or the first part. I honestly, I want to say that it's one pre-show and you just have two parts to it. The first part of the pre-show, cute. And like the nerd in me with like cinematography and like technology and Christmas of video and like the whole thing. I particularly enjoyed just the technology aspect of it and like how, how it is. This is where I'm not going to go too spoilery. The second part, this teleportation room, it just sets the scene. I'm like, if you miss it, I'm so sorry, but like mm. you need to go back and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say after the pre-show, it kind the line kind of goes a little wonky. It's it's like a free for all, but it's also still a line, and it's just kind of weird. And I was kind of thrown back. My friend was like, "Yeah, I'd stay here, do this, and this is how it's going to be," type of thing. So he kind of prefaced it for me. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then when we did it, I was like, this is kind of weird. It's kind of a weird structure. It, it, it worked out. The I mean, it's very nice. And then what's really cool is when you're going into the loading area, you get like an aerial view. You know how when you're walking through the Space Mountain line, you can see the people leaving? Mm -hmm. It's like that, but you get aerial. It's like a, it's a higher up view. And I oh, think okay. that that's really cool. 
And then you get on the ride and you're shniking your pants. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, I have anxiety. Am I going to get sick? Like, what's the tea? I did not. The first time I wrote it, I did not get sick. I will tell you right now, if you get a boarding group where you board later in the day, please, 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 please stay hydrated. Because we, right after we wrote it the first time, we went to walk around the world showcase. I got way overheated. Like I was like heat stroke exhaustion, like mm. getting nauseous and no amount of what I chugged at least two waters and it still wasn't helping. We took a break and went to watch the American adventure. Your girl closed her eyes for a little bit because I was, it was really that kind of like, it wasn't like I was going to puke, but you know, when you're just get really overheated and you're just nauseous, you're not feeling great and you just feel gross and low key, you probably should go back to your room to take a nap. That's kind of how I deal with like heat exhaustion. I have to like sleep it off. I can't just hydrate. That just doesn't work for me. So we took a little break in there and then I was good to go the second time. I will say I watched the track. Or I watched where the car was going. I did not look back to look at the things that were happening around me. If it wasn't in the direction in which the car was going, I didn't, I, you can see it and like, you can see it when you're approaching it, but I didn't turn or back to, to take that all in again. Like I, that was just not a thing. I made sure to focus on where I was going. For me, not knowing where I'm going and what's going to happen will make me sick. I will say, I don't know if this is a spoiler. People know that there's a backwards launch, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. So I will say the backwards launch was the easiest part of the ride. Mm. The spinning is definitely why people are getting sick. And I think it's because there is so much to take in. And it, it is honestly a really great ride. But if you don't know where to look, you will nauseate yourself. So... I looked where the track was. I asked for the front of the car for the first time, like the front, uh, like the front row of the car I was in. So it's four people to one car. I sat in the front row, but I was in the second car. And then the second time I rode it, I sat in the very front. I will say, if you do not like the backwards motion, sit in the front, like ask to sit in the front, because when you're launching backwards, you're at the back of the line so you're at the front of the launch instead of if you're at the back of the train line when you're going backwards you will be at the front so you'll feel it last if that makes any sense <laughs> like i, I was here you, yeah. and the launch was this way but if you're in i'm doing hand gestures but you they can't, can't see it see but it if you're in the but if you're in the back format. you're over you're over here and you're launching this way so you have like the rest of the car length for you to go back and i don't like that i'd rather be closest to the launch than furthest to the launch okay um but what would but what gets people is definitely the spinning i i kept my eye on the track i i was able to jam out to the music it was great i got if i ran the first time and then um everybody wants to rule the world the second that sounds right that's not yeah. sounds, mm -hmm. sounds right yeah yeah uh, and that the, the second yeah. time um if i ran not the most hype song but it was, you could still jam to it. I really wanted to get Conga, honestly. I thought, now I understand why that song was picked because of the way that the ride is. Like, it makes sense. Hmm. I, I also wanted, um, what's the other one? One Way or Another. Like, that gives me some real 
uh, Rugrats Wild Thornberry ride <laughs> vibes, and like that's what you mean on that ride. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, going back to when I initially was like mentally prepping for this, and I asked, "Hey, like, what does this compare to?" Most people said it was if Space Mountain and Space Mountain and Gringotts had a baby. Something like that. It was some realm of that, some form of that. I When I'm on that ride, I 150% see Space Mountain's track. The spinning is not like Gringotts. <laughs> hmm. It's more... Gringotts is very turned to show you something. This is more spin you around. Like Primeval Whirl, I think, is a more accurate representation of this ride. Uh-oh. But like in a in a smoother, larger scale capacity, obviously. But that's kind of what I would compare it to, I think. And I used to love Primeval World, but I'm getting old, so your girl has motion sickness. So <laughs> my key tips, my key takeaways of this ride, it's smooth and great. Stay hydrated. Go to Creation Shop and buy a ginger ale and water bottle for when you get off the ride. Because you can take your bags on the ride. On the ride. Oh, you can take your bags on the ride. There's, mm -hmm. there's, there's no locker where you no. have to put your stuff up. No, but it's a typical Disney, Disney situation. Um, and then, what was my last thing that I was gonna say? Oh, I will say, I enjoyed the ride, and I will definitely ride it again. But I still feel like I, it's not, it didn't top my list for favorite ride. Mm. I think, I think Space Mountain, as the classic, it is still, still is my top ride. Um, and I even think Hagrid's is, like, going to the other park, I think Hagrid's is, you know, a better... I, for me, for me, I just like that better. Um, and I think it has to do with the spinning. I, th I think the spinning will take me out at some point. But for right now, it's enjoyable and it's smooth. I will agree, everyone said it's super smooth and super great. I think it's great. I just... I twice was pushing it for me for riding it in one day. So... So, so you were able to pull off two boarding groups. Uh, do you have any advice, any tips for anybody wanting to ride Guardians twice, multiple times? So, technically, we weren't supposed to. <laughs> oh, okay. So, cheat the system, says No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, if you want to ride it twice, purchase the Lightning Lane early. Like, ha maybe have one person in your group do uh, the boarding group at seven. Um, and then do lightning lane or do lightning lane at seven in the morning or nine, whatever, whatever time you can book the lightning lane and then do the boarding group at one. That's probably your best bet for us. We did the boarding group and then I guess it didn't confirm when we went through the line the first time, it didn't say that we did it. So we were able to do the boarding group again. Oh, okay. So it was I, like a, okay, yeah, right, it was yeah. like a, a glitch in a the technicality. Matrix. All right. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty much how it was. Um, there was one more thing I was going to say about the ride that I just thought of after we were going to stray away from it. And now I can't remember what I was going to say. Who was so Mephisto on the ride? Uh, no spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, but it, it was overall good experience. Good ride. It's just a lot to do. It's just, it was hot. It was so hot. And I, yeah, stay hydrated. 
so so i can't beat that dead horse enough like you just you have to stay hydrated or else unless you're just like immune to like the florida heat exhaustion then i'm just a pansy yeah so 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 if you're used to it or you're some human freak of nature that doesn't (laughs) get sick uh your advice stay hydrated uh have a ginger ale of some sort uh something to calm the stomach and uh, focus on where the track is going you said yeah i oh something else i'm going to say is that the smoke the nausea did not settle with me until i stopped moving so when you get off the ride like i understand the concept of the trash cans but for me once i i don't stop at said trash cans i like keep moving to walk to where i'm going next we were meeting up with another friend and i had we stopped because we found her and that's when it all rushed to like that's when the the nausea oh, set in okay so that's when i was chugging a ginger ale and a water at the same time um so something to keep in mind you might think you're fine but maybe stand in some ac or like take a breather go to the bathroom or something and like let yourself settle before you commit to moving on to your next thing Hmm. and that's my hot take well i'm i'm glad you had fun on uh cosmic Mm -hmm. rewind um uh and i'm more importantly glad you didn't have an adverse reaction on said ride but uh uh, um hmm i'm not gonna I'm 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 not gonna lie. My my anxiety is anxiety is high now. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, Stephanie. The anxiety (laughs) hits in the line. I will say that looking at the track helped me. If you're a person, if you're a person where you're like you need to know where the motion's going, follow the track, and ask to sit in the front, at least the front of your car. That those are my top two tips. I will say I get more nauseous in the back of cars versus the front. Um, and then if you yeah front is my suggestion and then watch where the track is going versus because there is like a whole it'll move you so you can see what's happening around you but then no, like the humans we are we want to like look at the pretty things still mm-hmm. versus like where we're going that is where I think people are getting dorked with like their stability I think you'll be fine okay all right. I I'm, was wearing motion sickness patches and I didn't. You know what I mean? Like, I think that if the heat wasn't a huge factor, I would have been. The first time I was completely fine. The second time it was because I was like, it was just like the heat and I just needed to ensure that I hydrated. And I think I, I think a lot of people, if you don't get motion sick, you'll be fine. But if you do get motion sick, I was okay with patches and you'll be okay as long as you stay hydrated. Okay. Uh, well, and 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 I'm not I'm not prone to motion sickness. So so I'm thinking I'm thinking Oh, well then you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be fine. I'll be uh, fine. Let me let me put this in perspective for people who are just tuning into this show on this episode. I can do Velocicoaster. I can do Hagrid's. I can do the Mummy. It's it's a different type of motion sick because of the spinning. So if you've been to Disney before and you were in the OG times of Primeval World, it's that kind of spin, just smoother and not clunky. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just the fact that you're rotating fully instead of, you know, turn. It's not like a turn. It's a spin for sure. Okay. You'll be fine. No, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Famous last words. Okay. Moving over to the animal kingdom. If you listen to this podcast, you know that I am a fan of the Festival of the Lion King. And here recently, they returned to full production 
pretty much here recently for the first time since uh once again as we all wave at our hands at the world vaguely burning behind us since COVID 19 um but starting on august 14th disney is reducing showtimes for the very popular show in animal kingdom currently there are eight showtimes per day but that number is being reduced but it's not being reduced drastically just going down to seven shows a day with the 1 p.m show being removed all days except for saturdays because you know saturdays are very popular in the park saturdays will continue to have eight show times so now through august 13th so if you if you and your party are planning on attending any days in disney's animal kingdom between now and the 13th your options for the festival of the lion king are 10 a.m 11 a.m 12 p.m 1 p.m 2 p.m 3 p.m 4 p.m and that's right you guessed it 5 p.m but starting august 14th running sundays through fridays we got 10 a.m 11 a.m 12 p.m skipping the 1 p.m show remember then running two three four and five but once again on saturdays they are back running 10 11 12 1 2 3 4 and 5. um we have been seeing reduced show times for the finding nemo show in animal kingdom so i'm glad we're not seeing as big of reductions on the showtimes in uh festival of the lion king as we are for finding nemo but i would have been stunned if we were because uh unlike finding nemo people actually want to go see festival of the lion king because festival of the lion king as we know rules seriously if you have not seen this show and you are in disney's animal kingdom find time to go watch this show when i took the lotus down to Disney's Animal Kingdom. She said this was one of the highlights of her time in the entire Walt Disney World Resort. Phenomenal. I have seen it indeed, and I will say it is a pretty good show. Pretty good. Pretty good. Come on. What? It, it's a pretty good. I'm not. <laughs> we've talked about this. That's as good as you're going to get from me. That, yeah, that that is true. That's staying a lot. Uh, that, that That's saying a lot. Uh, so it gets the Lotus and Steffers seal of approval. What more do you want? I mean, I mean, that's, bacon. Ooh, okay. So it gets the, the Lotus, the Steffers and the bacon seal of mm -hmm. approval. Mm -hmm. That right there is the trifecta, ladies and gentlemen. True. Okay. <laughs> We alluded to this earlier, but now we're going to dive right into it. It's it's another Genie Plus update. Uh, wait, no, wait, wait. This might actually this might actually be good news for Genie. I think Plus, this is though. actually good. Yes. I, All right. So so I not I, I retract there. my groan. <laughs> um, uh, starting today. Well, it says beyond August seventh, which was yesterday when you're listening to this. So starting today. Uh, these rides will be added to the Genie Plus service, not the Lightning Lane. So now it'll be part of the bulk bulk item situation versus the a la carte situation. So so it'll it'll be included in your fifteen bucks. Yes, exactly. Of, of of attractions as opposed to which is to why the, I think it's good. Yes, one thousand percent. These are some heavy hitters. These are so Magic Kingdom. My girl, yo girl, is Space Mountain going to the genie plus service side at epcot your girl frozen ever after and everyone's 
friend Remy's Ratatouille adventure is now going. That seems a little premature. Didn't he just open? Like yeah, his... yeah. Remy's Remy's is uh, pretty new to the world. Um, um, also for, cl- for, 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 for clarification, my girl is the Epcot ball. Just uh, I, I I don't want her hearing this podcast and and, uh, and, yes. and think that I'm I'm, sorry. I'm cheating on her because 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 I like my women hundreds of feet tall, bulbous. And, and covered in, in jagged edges with with voiceovers by by Dame Judy Dinch. I'm leaving mm-hmm. that one alone. Moving on to Hollywood Studios, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which is my personal favorite that is being switcherooed to the Genie Plus. Like honestly, with these changes, maybe I'll I'll try it again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, one thousand percent. And then Animal Kingdom lovers, hold on to your seats because Expedition Everest is now on Genie Plus instead of Lightning Lane. Yeah. So don't walk, run to your nearest Walt Disney World theme park. I mean, these are like like these are some of the must-do attractions in all four of the parks. And I mean, like like other than other than Flight of Passage in Animal Kingdom or maybe the Safari, I mean Expedition Everest in Animal Kingdom, that is the attraction that you have to do if you're in AK all day, in my opinion. But I like like I, I would understand why they don't put Flight of Passage because that is the draw for a lot of people. And Disney's like, hey, money. And we have a story coming up where Disney's like, hey, money. We'll get to it in a second. But it's like, um going back to Epcot. Frozen and Remy being thrown back into just gin pop, for a lack of a better term, kind of surprising uh, because earlier in the episode, we talked about how Frozen always has just a crazy long line because little princesses always want to go, well, and and, and big hairy dudes like me always want to go see Anna and Elsa too. Um, so people are waiting 40, 60, 90 minutes in Frozen um, and Remy is relatively new in the world of Walt Disney World. Um, Kind of surprising to see those two being removed from the individual Lightning Lane pay for play option. I mean, I understand Guardians of the Galaxy is the new hotness, but wow. Um, That said, I still don't know if I'm doing Genie Plus if I'm in Epcot. Maybe, Maybe they are adding Frozen and Remy to entice slash trick people to do Genie Plus while they're in Epcot. I don't. So what we did for Frozen is we got it during. So if this it won't work when you're if you want to watch the fireworks show. But mm-hmm. we just we made sure to get in the line before the park closed to the public. So I think we literally got in five ten minutes before the park closed, and it was only like a ten minute wait. So something to keep in mind if you don't want to spend the money or if you want to save the money and spend it elsewhere, I would just hop in the if it's a standby line. I would just hop in right before park closed. Mm-hmm. And 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 if you are in line, you will get to get through the attraction before the parks uh, close. And uh, Hollywood Studio adding Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Uh, if you happen to be in the park when Rise of the Resistance is having one of its very notorious, hey, uh, sorry, I'm broken days as it had last week. And it continues to have is amazing of an attraction rise of the resistance is it is notorious for breaking the hell down and just deciding not to work it's a a persnickety uh, attraction rise of the resistance is uh runaway railway becomes maybe 
the must-do attraction. I mean, I love uh, Tower of Terror and I love Rock and Roller Coaster, but I've gotten to the point where my body doesn't necessarily love being thrown up and down several stories or being launched at 60 miles an hour while Steven Tyler screams in my face. Uh, it's still awesome, but uh, being able to pick your time to go do Runaway Railway, kind of an awesome um, awesome option. Holy crap, are we over here actually saying positive things about Genie Plus Steffers? You know, maybe they're listening to the show and they oh they see the light at the end of the tunnel. I, I, I really so do think dirty. this is a very positive uh, turn of events. Will it really change my mind in, in spending this money? No, I'd rather spend it on merch. So, <laughs> so it's just one of those things. Yeah, Disney's like, like, we already have your money, so screw yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. I say as I drink out of my poison apple mug. Correct. All right, we're going to move on to our last and final story of, of the day. Magic Band Plus charging cable available as standalone products. So let me tell you all something. I went to Epcot. I saw these Magic Bands. I looked at it, I contemplated it, and I decided not to get one. Really? I don't think this is marketed for someone like me. Let me explain. Interactive elements, like I don't have the Disney Play app. I don't do, I don't do a whole lot at the parks. I like normal magic bands because it's cute and stylish and it's, you know, the lights and the charging and the, it just seems like a lot for me. What's your <laughs> like, favorite I'm, magic band that you have, Steffers? Putting you on the spot. On. Of course it is. All right. And I have two of them, so there's. Of that. course you do. <laughs> Easy. Easy. I make I make quick, fast, swift decisions. Um, they so they looked really nice. I will say when I went to Epcot, um, they were actually really picked over because my friend went the day before and it was like full or the night before and there were full walls and then there was only like one wall. They're very nice. I. I need to wait to see what else they do with these, I think, before I can commit to buying one. Only because I don't think I would utilize it to its full potential. That's just my my okay. personal inkling. They look really nice. I'm the charging, I'm still not privy to all of that situation, like how long it lasts, when you need to charge type of thing. But for only $7.99, you can purchase a new charging cable that is already included in your standard magic band plus purchase so you get one when you purchase one yes yes but i do. guess if if you lose or you want another one is eight whole dollars well yeah it's like you know when you buy an iphone you get a you get a lightning cord to charge your phone but but what if what if you need an extra one or what if you want a longer one well by golly Apple is there to make you pay extra for it. And just like Apple, Mickey Mouse is there to reach in your wallet, pal, and take money so you too can buy another one. I, it is the same length as the one that comes in the in the standard box or in the original box. But yeah, you too can be a two cable holder. <laughs> I mean, I like I'm not that surprised to hear this development. Um Unlike Steffers, uh, I am a total sucker and got one day one. Uh, mine is currently on the way. Uh, I got it engraved to say the Dawes on the back because, you know, I'm the Dawes, baby. Um, uh, I got the one that uh, has the four park 
on the band. So, uh, and I look forward to playing around with it when I am down for uh, Mickey's Not So Scary later this year and uh, that I'm in Epcot the next day. So, uh, you know, I won't be able to partake in the Batu Bounty Hunters game in Hollywood Studios, so I won't be able to report on that. But maybe they'll implement some uh, the uh, something for the Not So Scary fireworks show, question mark. But again... We've been seeing a lot of videos about how what they are rolling out for the uh, nighttime fireworks shows and the interactivity on the Magic Band Pluses are kind of lackluster, um, to say the least. And may, again, maybe, as I said last week, that that that's on me because I built it up too much in my mind. So so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold that one on Disney. But it seems like I'm not alone in that sentiment. So. So, so maybe, maybe that isn't on me, but, uh, I'm gonna, I, I mean, they already have my money on it. So, uh, I will report back when, when I, uh, experience it for myself in a little over or hell little, yeah, a little over a month at this point. Oh my God. I'm gonna, I'm going to be down in the park in a month. Yay. I'm so excited. Um, uh, but yeah, that is all the news that is fit to report from Walt Disney world steppers. Is there anything worth heading across the universal for this week? Um, quick little things. Halloween Horror Nights is, is happening September 2nd. We're getting a lot of the merch out. A lot of the sets and scare zones and things are being set up. We don't have a lot of new announcements. I don't think, uh, maybe you missed the weekend announcement. They're doing a weekend house. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we haven't talked about that. It was, it was, yeah, it was rumored, getting... but we got the official announcement. Got the official announcement. The tribute store is now closed. The Sad ET face. room is no longer, but they are building the Halloween Horror Nights themed one. So make sure to go check that out if you care about it. They also announced that if you attended last year's event, there is a new Universal Monsters Gallery of Legends um experience immersive experience as they like to call it happening at cabana bay this year in place of the jacked up experience that there was last year so that's exciting plenty of merch at the all hallows eve boutique um there's a cute little pumpkin called little boo go go check out pictures go go buy all the merch do all the things um you can also purchase for $129 a portrait that will be featured in the halloween tribute store at universal studios florida so I would love to do it. Of course, I don't have money to do that right now. And I did not purchase it while I was down there. Actually, I think they just announced it. So I was already home. <laughs> so unfortunately, I won't be able to partake. Uh, the Mummy should be opening soon. No set date on when it should be opening. But essentially, they were just setting up uh, for an extended queue outside. And that has been completed. So hopefully things will keep it chugging and it'll reopen. And lastly... Our girl Rip Ride Rocket will temporarily be closed from August 21st for t August 21st to the 25th. Bless me because that was a lot. Uh, <laughs> Stronger by Kanye West and Harder Better Faster Stronger by Daft Punk have been removed from Rip Ride Rocket as well. Hmm. Not sure the reasoning behind that, but probably that's probably licensing issues. Probably. Yes. Now, now, when you say they're removed, are are they clearly they're removed from selection? Do you think they're going to be moved to the hidden area where where if you like do up up down down left right left right B A start because 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 you know they have like a whole menu for hidden songs. It's you like you mean where you just hold down the logo until the secret menu pops up. Yeah, yeah. I mean maybe I 
don't know why they would do that, but they very well could. Um, I'm thinking maybe two songs from that secret list might make it onto the main ride, but Ooh, that's okay. my speculation nation for you. Okay. All right. Neat. All right. That is your quick universal hot take with Steffers. I, I like it. And, 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 and speaking of universal, I'm going to be down in that park in, in, in even lesser than, than, than a little over a month. Cause, cause you're literally yeah. going to be there in like two and a half weeks, three weeks. Yeah. Three oh, weeks. Oh, oh my God. For a uh, Mickey scary as Halloween party. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. Oh, I'm going to have a heart attack myself and then die. Probably in that order. Uh, well, I won't be there to clean up that, but good luck. Have fun. You'll have a grand old time. Well, well, uh, probably not if I do all that, but you know, uh, assuming I don't do that, I'm sure I will have fun, but, uh, yeah, looking forward to being down, uh, for my very first Halloween horror night. Um, uh, that will be a very interesting podcast. Also, we'll probably have to bank something or, uh, I might, uh, twist the lotus's arm to come on and record something and post while I'm gone because you know I'm gonna be gone that week, but we'll we'll figure that out off air. Um, uh, but uh, Steffers, welcome back, buddy. It was uh, felt like forever since we talked, and uh, this was a lot of fun. How about we do it again next week? Well, you know, same time, same channel, same. That's all I got. Same time, same channel. Yeah, that nailed Let's it. Do it again, Steffers. Where can the lovely listener find you and your wares? My wares are for wearing, words are hard. You can catch me on Instagram <laughs> and TikTok <laughs> at Adventures with Suffers. I also stream Monday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays on Twitch, twitch.tv slash AsianZing95, which is also where you can tweet at me, AsianZing95, on the Twitter. Tweet me things, ask me questions, you know, what, whatever. Share news with me. It, it's all good. We're all friends. Uh, you can also catch uh, my podcast, Adventures with Stuffers podcast, on all your podcatchers. And you can read my blog where I post things sometimes, adventureswithstuffers.com. I should probably update my site again, but here we are. And I'm sure I'm forgetting something. Oh, if anyone has any book recommendations, slide them in my DMs because your girl has been reading like crazy, trying to make intentional time for myself. So that's what we're doing. I will be back at Universal in like a month and a half or so. So that'll be be a fun time. Bring you on 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 location with me. So stay tuned for that. And that is the end of my things that I do. You should totally come down while I'm there. That'd be fun. I cannot afford it, but I... We can't afford anything, Steffers. Also, the world is dying right now. So, you know what? D don't plan for the future. Just come on. Say screw it, Steffers. Come on. Come on. Go on, get. Sure, get. taking donations so that I can go <laughs> and see Landon <laughs> at an earlier time. Yeah, Okay. Uh, okay, uh, follow me on Twitter, L-A-N-D-O-Z. Please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. That's where you can follow me, 280 characters at a time on Twitter. Zoe ran away when I said get. That mm, I, I feel bad. Um, <laughs> also, run a website, buttmunchchips.com, buttmunchchips. Uh, sit on your bottom and munch, 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 munch. Oh, thank you, Zoe. Uh, that's where you can find 
really outdated podcasts, uh, stuff I did in college radio, interviews with the cast of Futurama, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Venture Brothers, fun stuff like that. I also appear on The Phil Show Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on News Talk 98.7 WOKI, also appearing at uh, Newstalk987.com, the News Talk 98.7 app, and the iHeartRadio app as well. Follow the show on Twitter. Uh, This show, not the Phil show. I mean, the Phil show is on Twitter as well, Phil show 987. Uh, But this show is also on Twitter. Does, does Disney, you know, D-O-Z, D-O-E-S, and y'all know how to spell Disney. Follow us on Twitter. Interact with us. We have questions, comments, good comments. I will block anybody that says bad stuff. Because uh, it, I'm uh, I'm out of F's to give if we're being completely honest. Um, yeah, if uh, if, you, if you got if you've got a question, holler at us. Uh, but yeah, it's good to talk to you again, Staffers. Yep, we're we're the the dream team, tag team. Dream Word, team. well Words said. Yeah, yeah, bringing bringing the thunder, bringing the heat. Also, two words of uh, seeing Hamilton live. It good. Um, uh, so for Steffers, myself, myself, my name is Landon Down. Words are hard, Steffers. Uh, thank a cast member, thank a team member. Disney and Universal, pay your cast members, pay your team members a living wage. Without them, none of what you have going on happens. We love coming down to your parks. We even tolerate spending all of our money down there. But without them, like I said, none of what you have happens. So take care of them because they take care of us. And speaking of taking care of us, take care of each other. Be decent to each other. You don't know what everybody else has going on in their life. And you don't know how far a kind word or a kind gesture will go. And take care of yourself. Now, I'm not talking just physically. I'm talking mentally, too. There's tons of negativity going on out there. And your mental health is just as important as your physical health. Guess what? The Dawes loves you. So for Steffers, my name is Landon Doan. You've been great. We've been Dawes Does Disney. Stay tuned for the secret sound, you Jedi scum. Well, we expect a book report at some point, Steffers. Well, actually, I think I want to do like a book, a book, not a club, because that's too much commitment. Don't spoil it for me, but answer yes or no. Did they find out that player two was the friends that they made along the way? You don't care. I'm just going to tell you anyway. And I was only like maybe 25 or 50 pages in the book. And they're like each almost 400 pages. And I finished them yesterday. Well, I finished one yesterday. And then I finished the other one to like while I was waiting for you. Damn. I didn't take that long, did I? Uh, Blizzle. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. That's a spicy meatball is what that is. Wow. Is she talking or is she showing me more plants? She is showing me more plants. Yeah, I, I saw you uh, retweet and say in capital letters, boo. And I'm like, why is she upset? Oh, wait, no, the character's name is boo. Yeah. Which is little boo. So it should have been lowercase boo, Steffers. Oh, look at that. The Dillo's got their Muppet Legos. Neat. Wow. Wow. Big things happen on August 8th. True, we go big or go home. Actually, I'm already home, so we're just... (laughs) I'm a big fan of going home.
True. All, All right. right. Childhood stories. Please, 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 please. They can't see it, Steffers. It's an audio format. Like that gives me some real uh, Rugrats Wild Thornberry ride vibes. Because I like my women hundreds of feet tall, bulbous, and, and covered in, in jagged edges with, with voiceovers by, by Dame Judy Dinch. Come on! Go on, get! I got it engraved to say the Dawes on the back because, you know, I'm the Dawes, baby. <laughs> what is going on? I might, I'm probably having a stroke. So, yeah. So, uh, so, uh, Steffers, uh, this is my final word. Forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> You've been great. We've been broke ass bitches. <laughs> I'm changing the handle to the Twitter and the podcast. I'm going to, I'm going to get a uh, love of the mouse to make a new logo. Perfect. Broke ass. Tip it. <laughs> uh, best secret sound ever. All right. Let's get the show on the road. Okay. All right. Oh, I got a sore throat. Love that for you. Yeah. Now I get to record a podcast. But I tested yesterday. I don't have the COVID. So that's good. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff I can do well. Heck, there's even a couple things I can do very well. But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and love of the mouse multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney, that was them. The classic morning monorail logo and all its variants, that was Love of the Mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia or visit loveofthemousepodcast.com or email loveofthemousepodcast at gmail.com to contact him about your design needs. We're talking logos, social media promos, advertisements, websites, and so much more. And if you're uh, looking for some more awesome Disney content, make sure and subscribe to his show, Love of the Mouse Podcast, on your favorite streaming applications. And tell him the Dawes sent you. I, I, I don't know if that'll get you anything. I just always wanted to say that. Thank you.